If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also, small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to LinkedIn.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender Loving Hair with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. Kate and I have decided we cannot not discuss the latest show airing in the 90 Day Fiancé franchise which is the original 90 Day Fiancé. As you probably know our podcast Tender Loving Hair which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday. And in that podcast, we break down a show from the TLC network, past or present, as well as the Discovery Plus network, and deep dive and discuss the glorious chaos. We have decided to watch even more TLC and get in on the new season of 90 Day Fiancé and release it to you as some more content. Our beautiful trash TV loving listeners. Okay. Hello. Happy holidays. <laughs> Happy holidays. Can you hear the jingle jangle? Now I can. Oh, okay, good. I want to get it close to this mic so you can hear the jingle jangle. It's very, <laughs> it's very important work. Um, <laughs> what's going on? How's it going? What's going on? Good. I like I was telling you before, just like prepping for the holidays. It's it just feels like it snuck up, and I know everyone says that every year, but it's just it's happening uh, in a week. Yeah, Kate, ask me how many presents I've got. How many presents people. have you gotten for people? Uh, zero. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got a week. <laughs> I have, I'm still at the point where I've listed, I've li- written down the names and listed the gift ideas. Mm-hmm. None have been purchased yet. So there's that. Um, 
But you know what? It, it, it always finds its way. As long as on Christmas Day, I've got cozy comfies. Mm-hmm. I have nibble, nibbly bits, as we call it in England. You always have your nibbles. Um, or, I know in England, what they call <laughs> this is very English, right? So, you know, you have your spread of stuff. You call it, <laughs> it's so English. You call it your picky bits. Just get some, put some put some picky bits out, and that means that it's all like you know little mini sausage rolls, um, little quiches, little volavons, um, crudite, things like that. That's that all you, you picky up with your hand. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you just pick at. Well, it's because you're picking at it throughout the day, like grazing. Mm. So they call it um, your picky bits. That's I like what you that. have. I love picky bits. Um, as long as they have that good red wine and obviously you've got to have your bucks fizz in the morning also known in american as what's oh wait what is it it's called bucks fizz what is that have i I not told you that one before i thought i I thought i i thought i translated before Mm -hmm. so um every morning at the uh, every morning well for some people but in england and christmas morning you always have your bucks fizz in the morning and it's basically a mimosa but we call it a bucks fizz you guys have such like snappy cute names for everything very cute it's very very cute so and i haven't even made my first batch of mince pies there's a lot going there's a lot that needs to be going on kate but i was looking after had a dog boarding at my house over the weekend her name was lulu she was a cheeky girl but she was lovely um and i'm running around like a blue-assed fly but apart from that you know happy holidays yeah we're here. We're here. We're here. We have a lot to discuss. We do. Yeah. As always. Another great 90 Day Fiance episode. What do you think of this season 10 in general? I was, I was trying to think about that. I was like, I don't know what to say. And I'm going to bring it up to you now. We would usually do this when we're not on air. But, mm. us, but you know what? Let's bring it on air. Hey, I don't know how I feel about 90 Day anymore. We have exhausted every storyline there could possibly be for a 90 Day person. Everything. And I don't know how I feel about... I mean, I don't don't watch really any of these offshoots anymore. I just actually watched... I have it in my notes to talk to you about in the next episode. But I have a little bit that I watched of this other way in the Mm. three-part reunions, the 15-episode series. I am just dare I say, much like Sandoval's and Ariana. I'm just over it, dude. I'm over it. Well, we never get a break either. We don't get a chance to miss Mm. it because as soon as one season ends, the very next week, they've got another one in the can ready to roll out. And so there's no, there's no missing it. There's no, they're they're rolling out the same couples for most of the you know what I mean it's like the repetition is terrible the repetition is just it's mind-numbing and I'm watching these shows and I'm making these notes as we did for this week and sure there's always some kookiness and some Mm -hmm. this and some that but every episode is like an hour and a half and we are getting the same content so kate i don't know if we need to have i I would like to hear from the listeners like are you all still engaged as much as you were in the das era i mean i know we're going back to the golden golden era um but you know is it still something that you're like oh there's a new season of 90 day on and you're excited for because kate i'm losing my interest i think they're having a harder time finding people you know as the show's gotten so so popular 
it's really hard for them to find people like your Danielle and Muhammad's and, oh. your, you know, and your Nicole, Nicole. And, <laughs> and as, yeah, I think there is the no casting stool. department must be struggling to just mm. scrape in the barrel for people. I don't know what it needs or what we need from TLC, Discovery, whatever, whoever's making this anymore. Um, I, well, I'll tell you what they need. They what need do they us. need? They need <laughs> us. Because we are offering our services. And guys, sometime next year, Kate and I will be releasing our company separate from the party, which is going to be Bravo Consultants. Uh, mm. That's trademarked. Nobody steal it. Because Kate and I can go into a room. We could go into a casting. We would get rid of all these wannabe um, influencers. We would get people that were really, you know, challenged in some manner and put, stick them on TV and give them alcohol. And that's what the people want to see. Ruin people's lives. <laughs> Listen, someone's got to do the job and Kate and I would do it excellently. So yeah. I don't know. That's how I feel. What is your opinion of it? I mean, do you echo that or are you still kind of involved? It's, uh, I, I feel the same way pretty much. I am still enjoying this season but I'm not like laughing my ass off or mm. I'm not enthusiastically enjoying it. I'm just kind of letting it roll over me and just like, okay, yeah, here comes Jasmine again. But uh, yeah. yeah, it needs something. I really like the pacing of 90 Day Fiance UK. So maybe mm. they need to just like have more happening. I mean, we'll get into this episode, but there's one couple where I'm like, there's zero conflict. Like, why are they even on this? I think you're right. I think it is due to pacing. And I think it's just that stretching this out for 15 episodes. Mm -hmm. and, a and a half. It, It's too much. Something needs to be shaken up. And you know what? We're here, guys. If you're listening at TLC, we're here. Um, speaking yeah. of 90 days, I'm going to bring this up quickly. And I'm not mm. going to get too angry about it. Uh, Cleo is back with Christian. I saw that a couple hours ago on Instagram. I put it on our Instagram this morning. That's what I woke up to, Kate. I don't want to wake up to this. I had left some numerous comments on Cleo's Instagram account in the past couple of months. She was doing these photo shoots. She was looking super cute. She was answering people's questions. She was getting involved with her fans. And I wrote numerous times, you're so beautiful. I didn't mention anything about him. I don't want to do right. that. But I was like, you're so beautiful. So happy for you. Like, like she's my friend. Obs. Showing support. Showing support. And then she posts photos of him and her. Clear. She has no clue of her worth. None. Uh, he is a disaster. It's a bummer. It's a big bummer. I, know, I, so I really thought I really thought she would move on it to greener pastures, but no, I'll tell you exactly what happened. She's always, she doesn't have enough self-confidence, right? And mm. she really loved him for God knows whatever reason. Anyway, he dumped her. And then he went, actually, I'd like to be on TV again. And that's why he's got back with her. Sorry, guys. That's what it is. And we're going to see him again. We're going to see him again. Okay. See, this is the problem with these. Um, yeah. Anyway, so we'll get into this. But I will just another thing I want to know, because it's so dear to your heart. Mm. I watched the first episode of Thousand Pound Sisters. <gasps> okay. Kate. Yeah. I have not yet watched it. I'm sorry. Okay. I can't comment. It's it's sad. Uh, with, it's sad with Amy. Yeah, that's all I'll say. So I'll, I'll okay. be looking forward to hearing that. But 
Let's get into the show. It's enough TLC um, news. Let's get into the actual episode. It's going to be se- so a season 10, episode 11. For mm-hmm. richer or for poorer? Where do you want to start, Kate? Uh, I'd like to start. The first people I have are Clayton and Annalie. Yes. Um, now, I do need to ask you, Kate, because I didn't watch last week's episode. Mm-hmm. You did the party solo. I didn't watch right. the episode. Okay. Biggest, most important question is if we saw Clayton and Annalie last episode, did we see? Yes, a little bit. Did we see Baby Pig and Chocolate? No. All we. Oh, okay. Sorry. I had to think. Okay. Really, all we saw was her sweeping around the apartment and him playing video games in his room. That was the storyline. It's like, oh, he's always playing video oh. games. I see. So no baby pig and chocolate. I'm missing baby pig and chocolate so much. They were stunning with their little outfits on and we haven't seen them since. I think they were around. Yeah. They weren't the focus, but. Well, they should be. (laughs) They should be. I love them. Take us into these two goons then. Yes. Okay. So when we pick back up with them, they're they're packing to go visit his online friend, Thirteen years, Cameron, who lives in San Diego, California, and this is his best friend. But he—they've never met. They are friends, I believe, through gaming, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she's ecstatic to be leaving this apartment and his mom, closet mom, Violet, behind. Mm-hmm. She says, "Hasta nunca. See you never." Mm-hmm. So they get to California and this friend picks them up. This is his first time meeting the friend. So it's kind of an echo of, you know, the meeting at the airport that we always see. And um, I thought Cameron seemed like a pretty nice guy. He did. He seemed level-headed. He seemed excited to see his mate. Uh, Mm -hmm. Question from last week. Have they had sex yet? No. No. What happened when they went? Didn't they go to a hotel? I don't remember the hotel. They left and they went and stayed in a hotel. And he came out dressed as, and she's like, oh, who did? She came out of the bathroom and there was a comment. I remember because it was like in next week's episode. She comes out, they're staying in a hotel. He's like, we wanted privacy. Mm-hmm. And then she walked out of the bathroom and was like, oh my God, he looks like an idiot lying in the bed. And then, no? They still haven't done it. That was another thing. Shit. That's all they've been. That's all he is talking about. So I don't think it happened. Shit. Correct okay. me if I'm wrong, guys. But um, so they have this Airbnb. It's really spacious, nice Airbnb in San Diego. And she sees a glimpse of the lifestyle. I think she was probably hoping for <laughs> living with yeah. him alone. What, with what you mean, space. like not not having your future <laughs> mother-in-law in a closet? Right. <laughs> and Stunning. space to walk around and mm. things like that. and uh so they're getting they're hanging out getting ready they go to meet up for drinks and dinner with cameron and his girlfriend or wife Mm -hmm. uh v Mm -hmm. she goes by v and uh clayton he's a little nervous about conversation flowing he says he doesn't socialize in person with people Mm -hmm. very much i guess he's just like an awkward guy yes i think so yeah so uh Cameron's making conversation and he's like so you guys are getting married that's that's wild whoa and Clayton's like yeah and will you be my best man <laughs> there you go there you go 
everyone's like yeah (laughs) i mean he's admitted that he doesn't he just doesn't have a social life in person Mm -hmm. so he right yeah yeah and and i was and i saw them sat at the table i was watching that i was kind of in and out shock um but i did I know that they start. She was like, "I want to leave" because he brought up something sexual. What was he saying? Right. Okay. So after the wedding talk, the server comes over and they're ordering their drinks, okay. and Clayton says, "I'll have a virgin daiquiri or whatever the drink was," and he goes because, and then he goes on this long explanation because I don't drink, and also because I'm effectively a virgin since my girlfriend's not having sex with me. Ouch. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's very awkward. I don't know what I'm more shocked at. Somebody that doesn't drink or the fact they haven't had sex. So he doesn't drink. Apparently not. Yeah. That's what huh. he said to her, the server. And so. Anyway, that's not the thing I should be shocked at. That's awful. That's yeah. shit. She's, she's very yeah. uncomfortable. And yeah. Uh, as V says, yike. <laughs> and he's like, well, what is she going to do? Not not have sex with me? And just saying really gross what? crap like that. And Annalie's like, he's doing this macho thing in front yeah. of his friend, but he's like a little kitten at home. So he's acting strangely and it's really making me uncomfortable. And so he keeps going with the sex talk and he's like, this is normal to talk about this stuff with people and she's like i think i would like to go home now and cameron and his girlfriend are like all right you're in the doghouse man and that's that's kind of the end of it question um i brought this up i think before we first met her they met on a language learning app to me clayton's spanish is very good he can communicate fluently with her but she hasn't spoken any English, as far as I'm concerned, right? Mm, so what's not going much? On? I mean, she needs to get back on that language learning app because he's the one that's doing all of the communication. She was on there to learn English, and it's like they can't communicate. I mean, like, well, they can communicate because of him. But I found it really odd that that's how they met. Mm-hmm. Yet she can't speak English. And then when they were at the table. And he was saying all of these things in English. Who was translating it for her? How did she what how did she know to be offended by what he was saying? Oh, um I don't know. I think that she must have understood it. Man, I don't know. That's a specific detail that I'm not remembering. <laughs> but she must yeah. understand. She must be able to understand what she's hearing. It's so strange because also I think, and that happens a lot in these shows sometimes, that you see they'll one partner doesn't speak the language and they'll say something and then you'll cut to them being angry or upset. I think they must have a translator on on site in some of these scenes that you don't I, see. I remember he did translate part of it. Oh. Well, because I, now I remember him saying uh, in Spanish, he was saying, we're, I'm talking about, it's normal to talk about sex. Are you upset because yeah. we're talking about our sex life and then she's saying that's private that's between us i saw that so she, yeah she knew that he was referencing their sex life i don't know if she knew exactly what he said mm. but he he did translate that that's what he was talking about interesting okay so, yeah then they left that and they were just pissed off at each other yep that's yeah, all we saw that's so all. i mean those two i don't see i don't get those two together 
at all. There isn't any. She seems so annoyed by him. She does. And I think it's that classic thing we see where they're having so much fun talking to each other online. And then she gets there in person and then she's like, oh, I'm not attracted to this guy. He's just in his room constantly playing video games and it's not great and the fact that i mean she look she hasn't made a big effort to bond with baby pig of chocolate and that <laughs> is concerning for me so she calls mm. them the, the the guinea pigs no they have names and those names are baby pig and chocolate okay so <laughs> let's <laughs> let's go on to very quickly because this was only a small one was gino and jasmine mm-hmm. um i wrote one line of notes okay, okay? and i'm gonna read it to you <clears throat> Jasmine's boobs are breathtaking. Dot dot dot. I can't breathe. That's what I wrote. I physically, I was trying to. I was using my my perfect. Thank you, God, eyesight to look at these chemical mounds, as Larry David would say, on her chest, and I could not understand what I was seeing. Anyone else? <laughs> Well, she and she has she's showing them off so beautifully with this te- itsy bitsy teeny weeny bikini. Never. I live in Los yeah. Angeles and I have never seen breasts that looked so uncomfortable and hard and monstrously too big for her body. Like it was, it was breathtaking. As I wrote in my notes, I couldn't breathe. Eye catching, terrifying. Bless her. Ooh. Yeah. And then the booty. I mean, Gino's finally appreciating her investment of his money. I am deeply concerned with those implants because one already looks like it's on the way out. That's all I'm saying. Bit bit misshapen. Oh. And then she's very cool. He's like putting, so they're in Miami, right? And they're they're on the beach and they're doing this. and, And he's like, he's massaging her and getting super turned on, hopefully, for once. And, um, he, she's like oh isn't it great you know see aren't you happy now that i used the money you gave me for the wedding dress for these and he's like uh yeah yeah i mean and i it, think he likes i think that's why she does it because he likes it it's like a kink for him because oh you're so naughty spending my money and he's rubbing the maybe, sunscreen on yeah, her butt maybe like, he kind of likes it on some level that she <laughs> just just uses him for his money <laughs> <laughs> money pig and, and that what they call yeah, money, money pig money pig um i don't know i mean it's these two i just i couldn't really talk about much of the scene because all i was looking at were those well those the only other part of the scene is her saying and i feel like this is a fake fight but she's saying your family should not even be coming to our wedding because your cousin brought you to a strip club. They're telling me that I should be so grateful you brought me to the States. They're telling me that we, they're telling us we need to get a prenup. And I don't like any of that. They're insulting me and they shouldn't even come to the wedding. And what would you say if I said I wouldn't get married if they came? And he's like, Jasmine, Jasmine, Jasmine. Yeah, I know. So it's fake, it's I feel. Yeah, there just wasn't enough to even film more than that. That's all right. that seems, really. Right. Um, but I am grateful for looking at those just globes. It was like the globe I used to have in my bedroom growing up of the world. And I used to spin that globe. And I used to point to all the places I wanted to go to. And I looked at her breasts and I wanted to spin them. And I don't know what to do with myself looking at her chest anymore. It's 
I love how she's like, in my country, I could go to the grocery store in this and no one would even bat an eye. It's like, really? Okay. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Um, let's go let's get now guys i text k i watched this like you know what i'm gonna say i i watched this actually uh i got a notification on my phone it's like 90 day fiance's out and i happened to be in my house and i was like perfect get it over and done with let's watch this take notes so i watch it and i text kate who hadn't seen it yet and i said there is going to be one argument in this entire episode that is going to resonate with you so deeply and I cannot wait to hear your thoughts. And Kate, which one was that? It's the duvet. Debacle. It's the duvet. <laughs> Guys, if you are a longtime listener to this show, first time caller, um, you will know that Kate and I have discussed my lack of understanding, should I say, for anyone that doesn't have a duvet. And mm-hmm. Kate would have a conversation. Well, well, I didn't have a duvet and I don't know. Not, you know, not everybody. I says, Kate, you need it. Everyone needs a duvet. End of story. Da, 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 da. Railed on about how everyone should have a duvet. And the first scene with Rob the Knob and Sophie from England. So I, I feel as though I am now justified. It is an mm-hmm. English thing. We all have duvets. And for someone not to have a duvet is... I mean, I could say duvet. We're going to say duvet about 15 times in this. I'm sorry. But it is it is so odd to us. So we open up with Rob the Knob and Sophie, who at this point, I mean, he just, it's just, it's very hard to watch. So these two are there. And she's like, oh, I just said, hang on, I need to get her accent. I need to listen to her more. because She's not that, she's not Cockney, but she's not London proper. She's very, um, and she says, oh, Rob, I it's kind of whiny. She's like, I just wanted, you know, just wanted a duvet. That's why he's like, that's the first thing you say. Wake up in the morning and you talk about, you know, wanting a duvet. And I don't know, you know what? That, she's like, I just want a duvet. It's not that much to ask for. It's not that much to ask for. Is everyone has a duvet? She's like, but you always want stuff. And then he says, um, and then I had to, I wrote down a lot of some of the things that he said in this episode. And then he's, and she's like, but I want a duvet. And he's like, that's stupid. He is so intimidated and insecure due to his financial situation that he can only put down things that she wants and minimizes her feelings to make him feel better about not being able to provide anything. And that's what these conversations are. It's like, you always want something. He's just insecure because he can't provide it. But if there was a level of honesty of like, listen, I don't have money and... I just, you know, it's not something I can do, but I agree. Like, yeah, I would love, th- I would love an apartment with a toilet in it. I would love that because that's normal and that's what I should have, but I'm just not there in my life right now. You know, that's just what it is. But instead, he's so ashamed of his situation that he attacks and yeah. he attacks her about wanting too much and being spoiled. And you get all your money from mum. And she's like, well, and this was very telling. She's like, well, where is it? Then he goes, exactly, where is it? Because he was he was like, when is the mum and dad payday coming? He's such a piece of shit. So it does end off, he's a piece of shit. Did he really think she was going to come there and her parents were going to pay their yes. rent to live in some... Yes, 
high rise. I have absolutely been with somebody like that oh. before. I have absolutely. Do you know? I'll tell. You, I don't know if I ever told you. So I was dating this guy from Michigan, not Gino, and um, I knew that I didn't really want to be with him anymore. But I was in Michigan with him, and we were in. They had a hot tub. That's number one thing I should should have known. I should not be in a hot tub. I hate hot tubs. Anyway, so I was in there with him. And his mum or something was in there. We were drinking wine or whatever. It, sorry if I've told this story before, guys. But she said, you know, we were talking about future plans and stuff. And I was young. Maybe this is why it gets to he gets to me so much because he, oh my God, his name was Rob. <gasps> Rob. Uh, sorry, he was from Michigan. His name was Rob. He was a drummer. He went to MI in Hollywood. Okay. Oh my God. His name was Rob. No, this is, see, all my trauma, all my trauma comes out with 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> we sat in this hot tub and his mum's like, what's the plan? What's the plan? And he turned and he put his arm around me and he said, I, oh, let me get the phrasing right. I want to make sure this hits. And he put his arm around me and he goes, well, she's my golden ticket. That's what he said. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. That's what he said. Because I had this inheritance coming to me and I had some stuff going on and that's what he said. And Gross. he was a piece of shit and he's still a piece of shit and he's living a miserable life in like some godforsaken place in Texas with like three screaming kids. So God bless karma. That's all I can say. <laughs> anyway, but his name was Rob. And yes, this is the same. This is why it hits me so much. But he does, Kate. He thinks she came over and it would be that that's a, that he's her golden ticket. And then when she has these needs to feel comfortable, which aren't even they are big expenses, I mean... She says, I don't understand. He won't, he won't, he doesn't want me to be comfortable. Like it, you know, it's a $30 duvet and I just want to be comfortable. I'm, we're living in this shed no. and he won't get me a duvet. And I think you hit the nail on the head. He's, he's got deep shame about his circumstances and where he's at in life at the age he's at. Mm -hmm. And I think he thought that being good looking was going to pull him out of his situation and it didn't. And he's just turning that outwards at everyone he perceives as being better off than him or having I, it better. I agree. That's what yeah. it is. And I also think that it is an utter disgrace that he thinks all this, so there's all this going on in his head, right? He's so shameful and he's embarrassed and he's all of this. So his, I think it's extreme. It's so shameful that that he thinks. Then he says, "Yeah, well, I wasn't brought up with anything." 
Do you know how many people work their asses off that were brought up with nothing and make fantastic lives for themselves? This is not a crutch that you should be hanging on to at fucking 32 years old, you knob. Like, he thinks that that justifies everything. Well, you don't know my circumstance because I was brought up with nothing. Well, boo fucking who? The majority of people were brought up with nothing and they work their asses off and they make shit happen. And you don't because you're a fucking loser. That's what's going on. Exactly. And I don't even think that she's the type to uh, turn her nose up at a modest one bedroom. She just wants a fucking bathroom and a duvet, Uh dude. Knob. And I wrote down this quote from him. You're hella bougie for someone that don't have shit. Now. Not nice. You're a fucking moron and you're... Uh, okay, well, sorry. Guys, my language is out of control. It's Christmas. <laughs> gotta, think of, gotta think of the birth of Jesus, okay? Because you know you're <laughs> such a good Catholic. Um, but his lack of articulation alone, I, 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 I want to put my fist through the television and I can't control it any longer. I cannot watch segments with these two anymore. And this poor girl is floundering she's 23 she has no clue about life no clue about relationships and she's stuck with him thinking that this is what she's supposed to deal with and be with and he's an absolute moron loser and it pains me deeply i know she's putting up with this and it's it's reaching this fever pitch as it gets closer and closer to the deadline for them to get married there's Mm -hmm. all this pressure they talk about this a lot in the episode And I do think that both of them are feeling this pressure of, okay, I need to analyze every disagreement and every interaction we're having and figure out if, if that's what my life's going to be like, if I make this decision and marry her, that's how he's phrasing it. You know, he's like, oh, is this, is this what my life's going to be like? Her just complaining and wanting me to pay for stuff every single day. And it's, they're just both so stressed and it's it's tough to watch you're right so they they go on a date they actually Mm -hmm. go on a date he she's negotiating like oh it'd be nice if we went out like this once in a while well what's once in a while oh my twice a month he's like okay yeah i can handle that and uh so they are having beers and they come to this whatever agreement like she's like you just need to be less insensitive like try to see things from my perspective or whatever and he's like yeah okay well that doesn't last long they go to this sex shop and this this was so fake i mean this i'm gonna be very interested to hear your thoughts because i have actually a very a, a an opinion of this that may shock May shock you, may shock people listening, considering my rants about Rob. Go ahead and describe this cringeworthy set-up production moment. Yeah, I mean, this was a PA or this was someone from LA casting or whatever, because Mm -hmm. they're at this sex shop to just reignite the spark, I guess. They haven't had sex for two weeks, and so they're like, oh, let's go to a sex shop. This is the honeymoon period, and they haven't had sex for two weeks. Right. And uh, they're looking around and um, this eventually they're talking to one of the sales associates who I believe was definitely not a sales associate (laughs) and a plant by TLC. 
So she's talking to them and she's like, oh, so what do you, what kind of stuff are you guys into? Oh, well, would you guys ever want to have a threesome? She proposes that the three of them have sex, basically. Oh, so embarrassing. And Rob kind of physically steps back and is like, well, that I'm going to let you answer that one, Sophie. Like, this one's up to you kind of thing. And she really is immediately upset at him and they start fighting in this store. And I think she overreacted to this mm -hmm. comment because really he, he didn't overtly say like, Ooh, yeah, mm -hmm. I want to have sex with her. Let's bring her into the bedroom. He just threw it. He tossed it to her, which was a bit annoying because he was testing her kind of like, Ooh, are you really, are you going to leave me for a girl? You really want to have sex with a woman? Like, let's see what you say, you know? And, but I honestly don't even think he was thinking about it that much. He just kind of was like, I'm not answering that. And he was taken off guard. And she she kind of flies off the handle a little bit. She's like, you should have said, no, I don't want to have sex with anyone else who's not you. And I'm like this because of you. And da, 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 da. and I don't know. I think there's a like I said, I think there's a lot of pressure right now on her to figure this relationship out. And she's upset about a lot of other things with him that I think kind of came out in this argument, even though he didn't really do that much wrong in this situation, I don't think. Agreed. I think I don't think that woman was a, a plant or anything. She couldn't act for shit. She was an associate because I've been in, I've worked in restaurants when they film TV shows and they'll grab someone to come and say something. And what it is, is the production grabbed her, who's a sales associate, and she was so awkward doing it as well. It was so embarrassing. They grabbed her and said, just say, oh, so, I mean, even the word, she was like, oh, so... Yeah, so what are you guys, you know, into? Like, she couldn't even form a sentence. She's like, so what are you guys into? Maybe we could, you know, um, uh, maybe we could, oh, maybe we could all hang out. You know, it was so cringy. So I think production was just like, just drop this in. You know how they do it. They're like, just talk about this, just talk about this. And I think that Rob had this whole bravado in the sex shop, but he was blushing the entire time. He was totally intimidated. I can tell you his sex is completely vanilla. 100% and he was like oh yeah I'm so I probably I'm definitely like the most adventurous between me and Sophie no you're not no you're not he was blushing at the handcuffs and the cock rings was like oh I don't know I don't know. like you tell he's so obvious anyway but believe it or not I am on Rob's side for this he didn't do any he was completely embarrassed and I think he was just like uh and he was super awkward and like you say he physically like stepped back when this girl said this and it was all set up so they knew it was kind of set up and Sophie you're right she knows in her gut this is absolutely 100% wrong she knows it she knows it's wrong and she shouldn't be in this relationship right. um so she so she basically you know it says well you should have said instantly no I don't want a threesome because I only want to have sex with you he didn't even say anything. He couldn't say anything. It was all just so awkward and fake anyway and weird. It was just not, it, it didn't, it didn't meld. You're right. She was screaming at him for the numerous reasons she should scream at him. But they're just so awful together. They're so awful. And you see two people that are in something that they can't get out of. And it's really unpleasant to watch.
Rob even said it too. He's like, if I saw us fighting like that in a store, if I saw a couple fighting like that in a store, I would not think they should be together. It's like, yeah, yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. So that's right. for those two again. Uh, but hopefully they got a duvet. But I say that, but I think they got married and they're separated anyway already. But I don't who know. knows? Lost with them. Um, who's next? Uh, Ashley and Manuel. <laughs> I love Ashley. I've loved Same. Ashley. Yeah, and I think we've loved her from the beginning. She was out smoking a cig and asking production if she could talk to them quickly. Like that's our gal. Like that's yeah. who we love. Um, she's, she's never bringing not it. She is. She's never not without a coffee, yep. uh, which I appreciate. Um, but she loves Diet Coke as well. I think she loves Diet Coke. Um, oh, yeah. But she, <laughs> her and this Manuel are just ridiculous together because they're completely not going to work out, right? He just lies and hides his entire life and has no money and no job and probably no intention to get anything. And she's trying on wedding dresses. So, I mean, it's a perfect <laughs> setup for 90 Day. Um, she looks gorgeous in her wedding dress she does mm -hmm. look really nice i like love the headpiece mm -hmm. loved what she was wearing she looked great but that save that for another guy because this ain't it this ain't <laughs> it she's she's really hoping that those quartz uh crystals yeah. are gonna heal a multitude of sins <laughs> hoping and praying hoping and praying <laughs> it's it's really best. so she's there with the mother and the mother's like oh you look gorgeous and her mother's sensible as well like yes and the mother's saying well you know i'd love to just kind of have have a one-on-one -on -one with him and just talk to him and she's like okay maybe we could do that and then goes back to the house with manuel and she's like so my mom would like to talk to you one-on-one -on -one. would you like to do that he's like oh yeah all right I mean, he's just kind of basically like, I've got nothing else to do. Sure, why not? I'll get a free lunch out of it. I mean, <laughs> it, it's it's cute, cute. And then he goes to the diner to meet with the mum, and they use the translation app. And I don't really know what came out of that. What did come out of that conversation? Uh, well, the mom is telling him she doesn't think it's a good thing for him to be running away whenever there's a disagreement about something. And he says, well, I need to cool off when I'm upset. She doesn't understand me. And I just need it to take time to myself. Mm. And she's like, well, I get that. But you you have to talk it out and be mature. And she asks, are you sure that you guys should be getting married? Huh. And he says yes, but then somehow sort of blames their issues on Ashley. And then... um the mom says, well, I'll be watching and your word is everything. So <laughs> I got my eye on you, basically. And she tells us she likes him, but she doesn't trust him. And ultimately, she's going to support her daughter in the decision to marry him. But she's keeping she's watching. She's As in the she shadows. Should. Well, yep. she's not going to see a lot because that guy's hiding everything. Yep. Um, but, you know, Ash will be there with her venti coffee and she'll be wearing those quartz crystals and hoping it all works out. Um, we didn't get any Nicole and Justin this week. Um, no. Once again, we did see a clip for next week of them being in it. Justin, I'm still deeply attracted to, even though I do understand that he dresses up as a Nazi and has been cheating on Nicole. I get it. I'm physically just very attracted to him. But anyway, um, because he does look like Jason Hoppy, who I'm also attracted to, and he's the devil incarnate. So oh, it says God. a lot about... It says a lot about who I'm attracted to. Nick and Devin. Okay. This, 
It's their wedding day. Her mom has it all taken care of. I don't think Devin or Nick lifted a finger to plan this wedding at all or do anything at all, which I, okay, I guess nice, but I don't know this. It was just a lovely wedding. I was like, I thought I, I felt like I was watching love is blind or something oh. like, where's the secret family? Where's the mountain of debt? Nice. Where's the fist fight with the in-laws store? That's no store secret social media account. You're DMing a woman on what show am I watching right now? <laughs> I know. But the I guess the biggest mystery is how long it's taken Devon to recover from wisdom teeth removal because it's uh, still mm. the the whole mouth is like not. I thought she had TMJ. It doesn't even open. It's just I'm being comp I'm completely taking the piss because that's oh. what she reminds me of of when oh, you've had your wisdom okay. teeth removed. Yeah, she just kind of you know she just you lose it the whole time. Shut up. Yeah, I'm. They wake up at that set their alarm for nine thirty on their wedding day. By the way, which was so shocking. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, a six o'clock if ever I've heard one on your wedding day. Right. And wakes up. She's just like, oh, well. Uh, oh well, my shower. I mean, they're just so shit. It's just like God. I don't want to see either of you. I don't want to see either of you. Go away. Her dress turned out. She did get it uh, revised. She didn't like the gold on the top, so it got fixed. I did look up what this is called. It's called a hanbo mm -hmm. uh, traditional dress. I thought she beautiful. looked. She. It was beautiful. I thought she looked beautiful. She had her hair curled, little pink lipstick on. It's like okay, you look great. The dad came around. He approves of Nick now. It seems like we didn't see anything in the season of them, though. It was like Just he came over. Yeah. He came over. He called her a piggy. The dad mm -hmm. said, don't call her a piggy. And then they just got married. And he's like, well, we really got to know him during these 90 days. And I was like, well, we what? didn't. We didn't even. 90 days. We saw one episode of them like in the hat. I think they had to, they left it on the cutting room floor because nothing was going on. Just nothing was happening. They're that and boring. <laughs> They walk down the aisle. They he gives her a smooch. It's cute and everything. And then they walk outside, and her parents got them a helicopter. Mm -hmm. And they take a sun. They take a sunset helicopter ride. I was like, this is a fairy tale wedding. I, I mean, I don't get those two. They shouldn't was, see. This is what I mean about casting. You yeah. wasted this opportunity. That Devin was hideous on camera, and I, I don't mean. I'm not saying physically looking hideous in the sense that she can't, she wasn't comfortable. You had a woman on camera that was hideously uncomfortable. I did not mean anything about look seriously. Um, she was just so uncomfortable that she wasn't good on camera. So you're not watching anything that's fun. You're not watching anyone that really wants to even be on the show. Move them out of the way. Get people that want to be on the show that want to show us the disasters of their lives. That's what we want for 90 Day Fiance, not this. We don't want right. happiness. Who do you think we are? It's TLC and 90 Day Fiance. It was, yeah, it was like just nothing. The hills. The It was just like, wah, oh, wah. happily ever after. I'm like, well, good for you guys. They do seem really happy. But there was Shocking. no there there. I mean, there was no storyline. So I don't know. I don't know what happened. Yeah, they they must have just been sitting at the house doing literally nothing the entire were. time. Yeah. 90 days. Three months he was in that country. Well, maybe they didn't do that. Maybe they didn't wait the whole 90. Maybe they just got married like three weeks after he arrived or something or a week. But why did the dad say that then? He was like, oh. I've really enjoyed getting to know him over the past 90 days. He said that. And I was like, 
That could be what? a plot. See, now uh, I'm thinking, you know, maybe yeah. it was maybe it was the fact that they were like, we're getting married in two weeks. For some reason, who knows? There could be a lot of stuff for like work, her yeah. work, or going to, if she's in university, she has to go back to university. You know, there could be stuff like that. And I wonder if it was they had decided to get married in two weeks and there's nothing that they could really film. There was no footage. So they get production says, just put in this line to kind of, make believe that they've been here for 90 days i guess but the dad really the parents loved him it was like such they were really well, not liking i i don't know boring. yeah i guess they boring. they could have changed their mind in a few weeks we've seen it happen i guess but yeah nothing nothing happened so boring all right so they're done hopefully we don't see them again we will see nicole and justin next week the other last couple of sam and citra mm-hmm <laughs> Woo. Okay. They have the most going on, honestly. So it's two weeks. She just landed. Mm. They're getting married in two weeks. Uh oh. Remember, they've only ever spent two weeks in person together. Sure. What could (laughs) go wrong? This is the stuff I love. Mm. So she just landed in bumfuck Egypt, wherever they are, and they're on the way home. She's concerned that he lives with his dad and brother as she should be so because they get there and the house is disgusting it's filthy that room once again like we said like rob the knob it's not about money you know you can have a tidy place and a clean place without money it's not that financial circumstances it's just being lazy and it looks filthy wolf we saw his attempt to clean last time he He's like, well, I'm going to I'm going to pick up Citra at the airport, so I thought I better tidy up in here. And he's like Jenny style, just pushing dust around his oh. room, and that's all he did. He bought he did buy a prayer mat, I think, for her, which was nice. And I was like, okay, he at least did that, but no, that's all. He pushed the dust bunnies around, and that's evident when we get there and they do the shady like shots yeah, of the floor, that. the dust bunnies, and all that. Mm-hmm. His uh, d- his dresser is all cluttered and everything. And uh, anyways, she then meets and hugs his dad, Brian. Brian's like, I'm really impressed with her. She's gorgeous. Maybe she'll help me cook. And um, <laughs> they go see the brother's room. I guess he's going to be sharing a twin bed with his brother mm. um, because they are waiting to have sex until they're married. Mm-hmm. So he gave her his room. His stinky gross room mm-hmm. uh he did get points with me however for the fact that he got up a day yes yes that was or right. as he calls it a booty wash mm-hmm. um they're all going to be converting to bidet life i know it mm-hmm. um so then we find out brian's like uh he's interested in the you know the ceremony where um sam is uh, converting right and so we then find out that brian's an atheist who's like really into aliens and stuff like that i thought that was kind of interesting I need, when we <laughs> met him and found out he's not just into aliens he's into the whole ancient aliens law okay meaning yeah that they were the ones that created the earth it why we could not have 30 minutes of it forget piggy and nick we should have had 30 minutes of him talking about his belief on aliens that's the type of stuff i wanted to see it's brilliant yeah Yeah. he's got a lot of 
theories and ideas. Love it. Love them yep. all. Love them yep. all. Would love to hear more. Uh, let's see. Then the car. The car. car. Yeah. I, okay. That car. Oof. That car was. I mean, no. He's way. never washed it. He's never cleaned it since he got it. It was so bad, dude. It was so. I was like, what are they going to find next in there? And she's like clearing it out, clearing out the car wash. She's like, we have to, if you try to pick up my father in this, it's going to be a disaster. Because of course the father's coming into um, Missouri. So they're picking, they're doing all of this. And then she says, um, oh, is this important paperwork about your, what's the term that they kept using? Dis, I didn't write it down. Sorry. Uh, it's, I know I forgot to write yeah. it down too. It's based, deference. Diversion. 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 Yeah. Diversion. I think that's what it was. Sorry if that's wrong, guys. Didn't write it down. Um, And it's basically because he was given, he was arrested and he was given the chance to um, be able to clear it up or he would have to go to rehab or jail and, or go on probation. And he didn't get the paperwork in on time. And she's just finding out about this now. So she's very, very upset. She's like, you mean you could potentially go to jail? And he says, yes, I could. And he says, I have to tell your father as well. It's, it was she, tricky. She's so upset because she's like, he lied to me. And then that, and then that made me inadvertently lie to my own dad. And I probably wouldn't have come here right now yeah. if I knew about this. And that's exactly why he didn't tell her. And uh, she just says she wants to go home at this point. She's really, really sad about all this. It's a terrible situation. I didn't know. I d couldn't, didn't catch the time when he would find out what his fate was going to be, whether it's going to be prob prob probation or jail. But either of them are going to have a massive effect on her, especially the jail. I mean, if she's left in that house with no job, nowhere to go, with the father talking about ancient aliens and the brother in the twin bed and all that dust, it's not going to be pretty. Um, so anyway, that was the end of them. And that was left like that. And then that's everyone. Yeah, we covered everyone. Um, how many How many episodes do you think we have left? Two or three? Uh, this was, let's see, this was, this was episode 11. 11. We just got that still to come on 90 day trailer. Oh, so I wouldn't be surprised if there's like five more episodes. No, no. See, this is what I mean. We did not, we don't need that many. We it's just a bloated, don't. bloated season. Yeah, it is. Um, so that's about it, guys, for 90 Day Fiance. Just as a yeah. reminder, um, you know, our schedule is obviously this comes out on a Tuesday. On a Wednesday, you have our Wheel of Shame episode, which we are actually about to go and jump off and record now. We were covering Contrabrand seized at the border um that's what we're going to be covering on our wednesday episode and on fridays are our bravo shows where we cover all things housewives ultimate girls trip i cannot even speak at what i witnessed on that television for those three episodes it is it was described as gold and i said it's platinum i've never what i've never there has not been television like th this is what okay i get sorry i need to stop my rant about it but that's why those gals from original Roni should never have been taken off the air. Look at the look at what they produce. Um, 
And then uh, we also have our Patreon. It's $5 a month, guys. It's a great Christmas present for somebody that loves deep diving into documentaries. Twice a month, Kate and I will pick weird, wild, occult, true crime documentaries. Only available on our Patreon channel for five bucks a month. You can find us on patreon.com slash tenderlovingcarepodcast. Um, or you can just simply click in the um, feed of uh, your podcast that you're listening to now. You'll see subscriber only episode. Click on that. And you can listen to us. Um, that's $5 a month to help support the show, help support us. And we deeply, deeply appreciate everyone that is listening. You can find us Instagram, Tender Loving Care Podcast. Email us, tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com. Anything? Okay. What about our schedule for Christmas? Do you want to remind yes. our darling listeners? Yes. As a reminder, we won't have new episodes coming out um, the week of Christmas and the week of New Year's. We're taking a break. Mm -hmm. We will be putting out some of our vintage episodes mm -hmm. that we, we made some, we had some great episodes when we, we were did. first starting out. And so we're probably going to bring back some of our favorites. And so you yeah. guys have some stuff to listen to over the next couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, we'll be back at it the second week of January. Mm -hmm. Um so thank you for your patience in that regard. So we can have a little nice little holiday break. Mm -hmm. And thanks for being here and listening. We really appreciate you. We absolutely do. And we will speak to you and hear from you and talk to you tomorrow on Wednesday with our We Love Shame episode. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.